Hello, my name is Father Edward Looney, and you are listening to the podcast, How They Love Mary, a podcast that I hope will either be the beginning or the deepening of your Marian devotion. In the past, I've had Roma Downey on twice, one time to talk about the movie The Resurrection, which I still highly recommend during the Easter season, uh, and secondly, about one of her latest devotionals uh, a few years ago. So I'm very excited to have her back on to share about her latest children's book, which is called A Message in the Moon. And uh, one of the things I've actually done is I've written three children's books in my career as a writer and author, uh, a Christmas book, one on the shrine and champion, and then one on the roadside chapels in northeastern Wisconsin. So uh, writing children's books is something that's uh, near and dear to my heart. And uh, I was excited to see her project uh, helping young people, children deal with grief uh, called A Message in the Moon. So thanks so much, Roma, for coming on to talk about this children's book. Thank you, Father, for having me on. It's always lovely to speak with you. And it's my understanding that this book was really inspired by the loss of your mom uh, when you were just 10 years old. And I guess maybe just first, uh, are there any memories that really you treasure from your childhood of your mom uh, during that short time that you had with her? Well, my mom was, uh, I'm sure it was from my mom that I got my love of the performing arts. She was a great singer. She was very funny. She, She could have been a a com- comic actress, I think, herself. She, of course, never got opportunities like that. But she took me to dance. She took me to singing lessons. And, you know, she really kind of loved the the performing arts. And I just have a memory, really, of, of being in class. And she would sit to the rear of the class uh, like a total stage mother. And when I would look over, she'd just sort of nod lovingly, reassuringly that she was there that she just was always there. She was never far from my sight. So it was a very traumatic loss for us because our mom hadn't been sick. There was no preparation through illness. Mm. She unexpectedly and quite suddenly took a heart attack. And it was as if the lights were turned out in our lives. It was, um, you know, a very, very sad period of time. And my father, uh, now suddenly a single parent, um, you know, was uh, was a wonderful and did a wonderful job by himself, and it can't have been easy for him. But um, you know, when I was leaving Ireland, I grew up in Ireland, father. When I was leaving Ireland for college, the college I was going to was in the south of England, and this is way before we had cell phones or, or even had any dream of what a cell phone or an iPhone would do. Uh, we were going to be solely reliant on, you know, me being able to access a payphone. And as you know, you know, they were few and far between. They were quite expensive and often they were vandalized, you know, in the areas that we grew up in. So I was anxious that I wouldn't be able to communicate with my dear dad while I was at, at school. And he took me out into the yard and with all the wisdom that he had, he looked up at the night sky and he said, do you see that moon up there, Roma? He said, that's the same moon that you'll be looking at and the same moon that I'll be looking at. And uh, and we can always be connected through the moon. It's a small world and it's the same moon. And he said, and if you're missing me or if you're homesick, just look to the moon because I will leave a message in the moon for you. 
And sure enough, I found myself coming back from school some nights weary from working a long day and long, long classes. And I'd glance up to the sky and I'd see the moon shining and I would pick up a love message from my father. And I found it very comforting and very encouraging. So I have shared that with my own kids, my daughter Riley, just this past week when we had a super moon in the sky. She took a photograph of the moon from where she was and sent it to me with a simple text that said, Mom, I left you a message in the moon. So it's kind of become a thing in our family. I'm hoping with the uh, publication of my new children's book, A Message in the Moon, that maybe it will become a tradition in families everywhere that, uh, that the moon can stand as a reminder that we belong to each other, that we're all connected and not to forget that we're, you know, we're not alone. We, 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 and to, to help maybe alleviate any little separation anxieties that little kids get when mom and dad have to leave for any reason. When it comes to this message in the moon and your father saying this, when you're going off, uh, moving away, that you can leave a message for him, he'll get it. Of course, uh, you know, how that happens, but we just know that someone has left us a message in that way, in a sense. But I'm wondering, you know, inspired by your mother's passing at such a young age, um, have you left a message for her in the moon? Is that some sort of practice or a, a grief practice that you've had? You know, it's funny you should ask me that because I have, over the years, I have left a, a, a lot of messages for her. In fact, and for my father as well, you know, because unfortunately, while I was uh, in my last year at university, my father died. And I was almost afraid to look at the moon, to be honest, um, because, uh, you know, I, I'd been so used to getting his his messages. I'd so often imagined him looking at the moon and, and uh, missing me as I was missing him. But I needn't have been afraid because, you know, in that special way that love can transcend even death, uh, I still pick up my father's messages from the moon. He's still, he's leaving them to me from the other side of the moon. And, you know, the moon has no light source. Remember, the moon is only a reflection of the sun. And so I like to imagine in my whimsical uh, children's book way that if the moon is receiving all of these love messages from all of us all around the world, that the moon will do what she does best. And that is that she will reflect that love back to us and that the moonlight kind of becomes like love light, if you would. And, and that that again is just part of this great reminder that we are all connected, you know? I mean, if you think in a way of God, of our loving God being the sun, he's the source, right? He's the source of all life, all love, and that we are being asked to reflect him in our lives. And so I, you know, I love symbolism. I love weaving that through my work, all of my work, Father, you know, from my early days, starring on a CBS hit, Touched by an Angel, right through the, the bigger productions you mentioned, Resurrection, I produced the Bible miniseries, I produced the movie Son of God. You know, this has been recurring themes in my work. I am a storyteller, and the stories I want to tell are stories of hope, stories that uplift, 
stories that inspire. And for this particular project, I have, you know, moved into the world of children. It's not one that I've visited often, but I just felt this calling in my heart, this story that I've that I've lived with my whole life because it was my own truth. And I wanted to share it in such a way, in a child appropriate way, that it would maybe help alleviate any little anxieties of separation that little children get. And I've, I would be remiss if I didn't give a call out to Holly Haddam, who's our marvelous, uh, talented illustration, queen of the illustration. She did such a beautiful job um, illustrating my book. You know, children's storybooks are reliant on beautiful, colorful pictures to bring them to life. And she came alongside me and it was a very sweet collaboration indeed. Um, you know, one of my early books was a book called Box of Butterflies. And it was kind of a spiritual memoir. But in it, I speak of the butterfly being significant for its, you know, uh, miraculous transformation. Um, but also because right after my mom died, we saw a little butterfly up at the cemetery. And my dad said, sure, that would remind you there of your mother's spirit. So in the same way that I would associate the moon with my father's love, I would always associate the butterfly with my mother's. And so when Holly and I were brainstorming about how we were going to illustrate a love, the love that was being left at the moon, what would the love look like? Would it be a color? Would it be a sweeping light? I suggested to her that it might show up as a butterfly. And if you look through the pages of her beautiful drawings, you will see that these little tiny butterflies are flying from the person who's leaving the message up and around the moon. And it's just a way to, you know, just to illustrate that that a love message has gone up there. And when the love message is returned, they act like little hugs from heaven. And I've included, Father, at the end of the book, a prayer. You know, my experience growing up an Irish Catholic in Ireland uh, my father would read to me, of course, uh, uh, when I was going to sleep at night, but we'd also always end the evening with a nighttime prayer. And and I have loved the tradition of that. I, I hope that that's a tradition that, that families are still keeping alive. I, I don't know. I did it with my kids and we kept the tradition alive too of reading, you know, but we, my kids were raised just before the digital age exploded. But I personally love the feel of a book. I love turning the pages. Um, and I just, you know, really encourage parents listening and grandparents listening to, you know, to pick up not just my book, but any book and start to make a habit of reading with your little one at night. And um, it can be such a lovely shared experience, time together, and uh, it's very special and, you know, as parents out there, we know that the time goes so fast and they grow up so quick. So, you know, whatever we can do to enjoy the moment while we have it. Well, it's so interesting how, you know, some of these images have come full circle. So the idea of the butterfly and how the butterfly can be incorporated into this story. And, you know, some of the other images, of course, just the moon and the sun as you were talking and how the sun is an image of God, of Jesus, but then uh, I think as a Marian theologian, and we see this so often, you know, how the moon 
we always say that Mary is really the moon. And sometimes yes. you see Mary standing on the moon. So even in your little book for children, this isn't probably an intention of you, but I see there a Marian referent there just because of the moon. So uh, it, it's uh, beautiful how our faith can become a yeah. I so I don't know, Father, if you've seen any of those photographs. You know when the big moon, the full moon comes out, people take these photographs and they make it look like they're holding the moon, you know, in their hands. They're very clever the way they position the moon. So I saw one just recently that took my breath away. It was so beautiful. It was the Christ the Redeemer statue in uh, Rio. And, you know, with Jesus with his arms outstretched. And then it was a photograph where they had positioned this gigantic, beautiful, full supermoon. And Jesus is just holding the moon in his hands. And it made me think of that song that we sang as children. He's got the whole world in his hands. You remember that one? Um, Yeah. But um, anyway, I had such a a lovely time here. You know, I, I obviously I wrote the book for, you know, for the for the kids. But it was a, you know, when you're working on something, you have to sit in the energy of it, you know, whatever it is, whatever you're doing. And for me, it gave me time really to sit with intention in the energy of my my father and my mother. And, you know, I wrote the book really to honor their memory. They're a long time gone. You know, I'm a long time an orphan. I don't know that you can get to be my age and still think of yourself as an orphan, but you know, there's not a day goes by that I don't think of them and that I don't miss them. And, um, you know, and so that early empathy and compassion that grew in my heart because I was someone who had experienced loss at such a young age, I I think it takes somebody who has suffered to really understand and to, you know, to care about other people's suffering. And so this is not, you know, I didn't get... Uh, overly deep in this remembering this is a, a book for young children uh i didn't want it to be sad i wanted it only to feel encouraging and comforting and hopeful and joyful and uh and i think that i've managed to do that and it's uh, you know it has a lot of sweetness has a lot of beautiful color and i think it'll make a lovely gift particularly as we start moving in to the holiday season, which I can't believe is fast approaching already. But, um, you know, it's a, you know, I have other, I'm, I'm, as you know, in the entertainment industry, we are on hold kind of as a community because we, we have, we've just closed the, the deals for the writers have finally, the writer strike has ended, but we still are in the middle of an actor strike. And, you know, I'm just hoping and praying for resolution soon a lot of people are really starting to hurt and um, it's no fun not being able to work and not being able to make money for your family. So we pray it all gets solved quickly. And on a personal note, I pray it gets solved too so that I can get back to work. I have um, a couple of pictures that I'm hoping to produce next year. Um, but, but you know, here for the end of this year, this is my offering. I, I always try to, uh, you know, to bring something that's, that's meaningful to the table. And I really hope that this is uh, a a little book that, you know, that parents will find useful in dealing with some of these bigger themes, but dealing with them in a child appropriate way. 
I'm wondering if you've already had the opportunity to share the book with littles in your life and maybe what was their response or reaction to the message that you're communicating in the story? Well, I did share it with um, some friends with their their little ones. And again, because we've had these extraordinary moons in the last few weeks, um, the, the mom, my friend, said that her kid will, will never look at the moon the same way again, you know. It's like the moon now isn't just the bright ball in the sky. The moon, you know, he, he was busy telling the moon things, you know, sending messages to the moon. And then he was busy telling her all the messages he was getting. And so, you know, it's great for imagination and it's great, uh, you know, for, you know, your best friend has moved across the country. Your grandma lives in a different state, you know. Like all the thing, I'm going outside right now, and I'm leaving you a message at the moon, mm. and um, and you know that's sweet. It makes the world seem like a very small place, and and it has a little bit more poetry and a little bit more of a personal touch, a little bit more of the need for the imagination of the child, which I think is so important to get their imaginations going at this age, and a little reminder for them that people want to hear from them. You know, everybody wants to feel loved. Uh, you know, I never met a person my whole life that didn't want to hear an I love you from someone. So, um, you know, let's say it. Let's say it often. Let's tell it to the moon to love you to the moon and back. <laughs> I think we can talk a lot about the full moon. And, you know, we've talked about some of these vivid full moons that we've had, the Christ, the Redeemer statue. I know some artists and uh photographers they've tried to capture a photo and sometimes it takes three or five years for them to be able to capture the exact picture and it's this dedication that they have but uh instead of just a full moon that's the easiest one to talk about but what do you think about the half moon or um yes. the other phases of the moon how does that yes. play it's with beautiful the well i think you know i for me i think today actually I was going to the gym further and it was about eight o'clock this morning and there was a moon still in the sky, like a half moon, I guess, where the moon is waning currently. And, you know, you don't often see the moon in the day sky, but it reminded me that whether I can see the moon or not, the moon is there, mm. you know, in whatever stage it's at, the moon is always there. And I think that there's the reminder there for, you know, for our loving God, who's always there whether we, you know, whether we can feel him in our hearts or not, he's there loving us. And that kind of consistency, that reliability, that dependency, um, that we're never alone. And, you know, that's, I, that makes me feel, you know, there's a, something re deeply reassuring in that as well. It's like when, even when we can't see it, even when we can't feel it, the moon is there and the moon is, you know, is doing what the moon does. And I love the cycles of the moon. I mean, I think it's just, it's just, a, I'm sure back in the day before they, before they, uh, you know, had books to read, they were looking at the cycles of the moon and, and judging the passage of time, I guess, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, it's how the, the, the lunar calendar was built, I guess. That's how we know uh, the, the time of year and so on. So, I mean, I think it's a, it's a image full of significance and symbolism, if we look for it. Um, there's, you know, it's got the, and uh, and Holly's drawings, particularly our cover, she's uh, she's created a moon that 
that uh, that feels like it's glowing it feels like it's alive and uh, and sort of wrapped in these very sweet little butterflies it's um the book has a lot of charm you know and, and a lot of that has to do with her drawings i can't take any credit for that part of it she did a marvelous job and you know and i i think i you know pulled together a nice little rhyme that will be a, a fun experience to read with grandkids and kids and as i say i'm really hoping that um that people can put down the the phone for a little bit and pick up a book uh this book and other books your books uh, your children's books and my children's books and uh and start reading to your kid it's it's not just that it it starts a love of reading for them but it's quality time together in a shared experience and and i think that that's the you know i love my phone don't get me wrong uh but i think that's one of the things that you know that we can start to lose with each other is real connection and real communication because we're all spending so much time on our phones and i think reading together with a small child is uh as as a lovely lovely experience a Message in the Moon is Roma Downey's latest project, a children's book. It's available now. And if people want to get their hands on a copy, where do you recommend they buy it online? Where is it available? It's available now online. I mean, I uh, I personally shop at Amazon, but it's, uh, you know, wherever, wherever books are sold, it's going to be available. And, uh, you know, so I'd, I'd appreciate it if... Uh, you know, if people have been interested in this little story and that, they, and that they pick it up for, for a child they love or a child they know or the child of a neighbor, um, giving the gift of a book is a lovely thing. We have in our neighborhood out here, Father and I live in Southern California, so we get nice weather pretty much all of the time. But um, there's like a little uh, little mobile library that's set up just outside somebody's house and they encourage you to take a book or leave a book. And it's just there for people walking by. It's like a little free, it's like three shelves just on the street. You know, obviously, if that was in Ireland, those books would be would need to be underneath a very good uh, rain protected roof. Here, it doesn't matter so much. But I just love the idea of that, you know, that you can pick up a book and, and leave a book and, you know, or books in the library. But this book can be purchased. Yes, you could jump on Amazon right now and order it and you will be delivered of it at the beginning of next week. And I encourage you please to do so. Well, it's a beautiful story and I look forward to whatever project you work on next and a future collaboration with you. So thanks so much for joining me on the podcast today. Thanks, Father Looney, and I'll see you next time. <laughs>